Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You told me. I will let you, if you can't get a truck since you have to drive. I have a different question than that. You've already said that. You're telling me that, watch this. Are you watching? Did you ever tell them they could cancel the transaction? No. Why did you have to think? Yes. You like looked up exactly. and to the right. Why was that? These are the plaintiffs, Tony Wiggins and Hassani Lee. Hassani says they bought a very large speaker from the defendant with the understanding they'd get their money back if they couldn't find a truck to transport it. Next day, they called the guy asking for a refund because they, in fact, couldn't find a truck. And the defendant gave them some cockamamie story that a man showed him the receipt he gave them and said he was there to pick up the speaker for them. He doesn't know what kind of scam the defendant is running, but they're suing him for $5,000 today for the cost of the speaker, gas, and pain and suffering. This is the defendant, Armando Avila. He says he sold the plaintiffs a speaker. They said their car was too small to transport it, and they'd be sending someone to pick it up. That same day, a tall guy came with the same receipt and picked up the speaker. Next thing he knows, the bank calls and says the plaintiffs are disputing the charge. They're making him out to be a bad person trying to steal their money. But he's an honest businessman who's been in business since 2007. Bottom line, their lawsuit's nothing more than an absurd shakedown. And he owes nothing. He's accused of making a lot of noise. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated. Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn in. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Tony Wiggins and Hassani Lee, you are suing Armando Avila doing business as Master Electronics for $5,000, stemming from a purchase of a $398 speaker. Tell me what's going on. We uh, purchased a speaker from Mr. Avila. Okay, what kind of store is this? Um, a speaker store. I guess he sells radio equipment and telephones. What kind of speaker was it? This was a um, a speaker about this tall. It was like the ones you would use if you was hosting a party or like something, a big 
gathering or something. Okay. And um, two. What were you in the market for a speaker for? Just personal use, or were you, are you a DJ? Well, like what? Was no, your... I, um, I'm a, a rapper, and okay. I was at the moment I was um, promoting a song that I had out about bullying. So I was gonna hold a function for in the park for kids and everything to come out. Okay. And we was looking for a speaker that would be bigger and wide, loud enough to like play the music and. Okay. So, um, so was this a, a new speaker you were buying? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. All right. And how much did you pay for it? Three hundred ninety-nine dollars. Do you have the receipt? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Can I see the receipt? What's the return policy at your store? I have. Um no exchange, no refund during the first 90 days of the purchase. No exchange and no refund? I'm sorry, only exchange, no refunds. Right. So <laughs> it's never a refund, just exchanges? Just exchange, exactly. When was the event at the park? Uh, we was in just getting a speaker, so we hadn't set a date for it. I was getting everything oh, okay. together. Did you ever have it? No, ma'am. Okay. So the date of the purchase of the speaker is February 9th? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right, and it says no refund, only exchange during 90 days of warranty. Okay, so then what happens? Um, Mr. Um, Avella, we made a deal. The speaker actually is more than what we paid for it, but he was making an on-the-spot deal and uh, gave us a price, a good price on the speaker. And I told him that I did not have a truck to carry the speaker because it was too big to fit in my car. And I told him that I would have to get a truck to come back and get it. So I stay in Riverside, so, and it's about an hour and a half to two hours drive to um, go back and forth. So I, I told him if I wasn't able to get a truck to pick up the speaker, that I was gonna cancel the transaction. And he How would, can you do that when the receipt says no refund, only exchange during 90 days of warranty with a big old stamp? Because um, we didn't have that receipt at the time we made the deal. When we made the deal, he clearly said, the guy is a, is a he's, a fast talker, and the first thing he's trying to sell. How a speaker. fast can it be? The thing is, like, you know, he's trying to sell. A it's speaker. the biggest thing on the receipt, and it <clears> says it's not like tiny writing on the bottom of a cash register receipt. It's like True. a big old, like, in your face, smack you right in the face. No, we refund didn't have exchange. that receipt at the time when he made the deal. That was okay. After. But then you had this receipt. You left after. the place with this receipt. Why didn't you stop right there and say, whoa, 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 what's this? This isn't what we talked about. Put your initials next to here. Let's wave it. You know. Yana, when I talked to Miss Ovella, he told me. I will let you, if you can't get a truck since that. you have to drive. I have a different question than that. You've already said that. You're telling me that, watch this. Are you watching? Did you ever tell them they could cancel the transaction? No. Why did you have to think? Yes. You like looked up exactly. and exactly. to the right. Why was that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell them. Did you, did someone else tell them? No, we never do that. Okay, so do, when you see this receipt before you leave, because you have it before you leave, right? Yes, ma'am. Do you say anything about this? Yes, ma'am. What do you say? If we don't be able to get the truck, could we get our money back? Would you take cancel the transaction? No problem, was his words. No problem. Do you have a receipt where this is crossed off? No. No, ma'am. Okay. So what happens? We couldn't get a truck. I called him the next Why day. Why couldn't you get a truck? Because we was going to rent a truck coming out of Riverside, and they did not have one available. But why didn't you just rent a truck the day after that? Because you don't even have a date for the event that you were talking about. No, we was at the that time. It was too much to rent that truck. Oh, okay, that's an miles. answer. Okay, with so miles to too, go from you LA felt that to it was going to cost too much, so it was not cost it, beneficial. Correct. Okay. And after that, um, I, I called his girlfriend, answered the phone, and um, she said that she relayed a message to him to tell him that we were not going to get the speaker 
and to refund that transaction. Okay. We never heard from them, so I called Chase Bank and tried to contest it and the you lost that contest because they sent the receipt. Because he sent the receipt and he's saying that we took the speaker with us on the same day. Okay. And we did not. All right. You have a very different story about what transpired, correct? Tell me what you say happened. Okay, what happened is uh, Mrs. Uh, Tony Wiggins with, uh, came into the store and I purchased a speaker from, from my store which cost $388. Uh, my salesman, who, who, he was the one who handled the sale to them. And then uh, I did a transaction over the counter for the um, credit card transaction. They said that they want to pick it up later because the card was too small. And I say, what's well, fine, no problem. So like after two, three hours, Somebody came, a gentleman, tall guy, I do not remember he was honestly him, because I have so many customers, I cannot say he was, with a copy of the receipt, pick him up the, the, the speaker. So myself, my handle to his card. That's what happens. After a Do you have an affidavit from the salesman? A statement yes, from the yes, salesman? Yes, I have a statement there. And do you have a girlfriend who answers the phone? Yes. Did she ever tell you that they were calling? Yes. When did they start calling? They start calling after they find out they couldn't take the money. That they the couldn't bank. what? They couldn't reverse the money from the credit card. That's when they <clears> called you. That's when they start calling. Okay, so here is an affidavit from your salesman. I'm the salesman who, so actually it's a statement, not an affidavit, it's not small. But I am the salesman who sold the speaker, and Ms. Tony Wiggins indicated that she would send somebody to pick up the speaker because it was too big to fit in her car. And in about two to three hours, a gentleman shows up with the receipt of the purchase in his hand to pick up the speaker right away. I took a brand new sealed box speaker from the store and I put it into his truck. How do you suppose that somebody had the receipt from this purchase in their hands to go and pick up the speaker? Okay, if you look on my receipt, he intentionally asked me for my driver's license. He wrote down my middle name and he told me that if I do not present the credit card used, my driver's license, and if that was not me there picking the speaker up, he would not release it under any circumstances. And that's why he wrote down all that information. He said even and according if my to you, you never said that, although that's what you do now. According to you, what, what you, was your policy about who could pick up stuff? Well, just bring the receipt, that's all. Okay. All I need to Did see is the Did you change receipt. your policy after this happened? Oh, yeah. I have to because I don't want to get in trouble anymore. I have to sign. I have to tell anybody who's picking up the stuff from, from uh, day and after to sign the paper because I don't want to have this problem. I've been in business since seven years, since 2007. It's about eight years ago. So how can be able to steal money from my customers if I live from my customers? This is ridiculous. Right. You know, they are suing me for $400 and they want $5,000 about what? Yeah, we're going to get to that. I'm trying to figure out how you figure $398 becomes 5000 Can somebody address that? Um, due to the fact that we went five times from Riverside to L.A. to try to get in contact with him to catch him at the store, on the fifth time, we finally caught him at the store, and that's when we got video of, of, her, of us asking him about the speaker. Um, Let me I see got, the video. I mean, I got so irate. Okay. To, I mean, I was like having 
distressed out anxiety attacks to I actually went to the ER because I honestly thought I was having a little heart attack or something. I got really stressed out, as you can hear on my rate on the video, because it was just like, I just can't believe. You went to the ER? Yeah, for sure, for chest pains. Okay. And I did have to go back, and they told me follow up with my doctor, and I did. for uh, a credit card number and everything. So did you ask them for some ID? You, you asked them for ID? Who was it? How did they look? I'm unclear on one thing. Is your position that somebody who showed the receipt that your employee tells you, because it's the employee who gave it, right? It was the employee who gave the speaker to whoever picked it up? Yes. You were not present when I that, was. you were present. I was present. So did you see somebody see. come? Exactly. Did you ever see the receipt? Yeah, you got the yellow paper in the hand. Yes. He came into the store. He showed the receipt, my cell was, I was. You, and at yeah. that time, did you have that person sign anything or no? No. We just required a copy of the receipt, that's all. And welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here, as we told you yesterday. Uh, we are in Los Angeles, um, and we decided to do this uh, with the TMZ Celebrity Tour Bus, because we figured we'd talk to people who are from all over the country, maybe in the world, about our cases. So the first one. So they say they had this big, big speaker that they wanted delivered, but there was a condition of a truck, right? But there's nothing on the receipt that says anything about we're going to cancel the deal if there's, you can't find a truck big enough. I think you should always get something in writing. Well, they didn't get it in writing, but they say orally the guy promised. Is that enough? Uh, no, it's not enough. Why? It's, it's no proof. Like, I mean, he, he didn't say anything on the paper. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say anything on the paper, but can't you ever have like an oral understanding to something? Unfortunately not. I believe that there should always be some type of written agreement as well. You guys are super serious. <laughs> God, Honey. it's about a speaker for crying out loud, going inside the courtroom. I know that if I order something on the internet to be picked up at Bed Bath & Beyond or Home Depot, the f one of the questions, and I know that you're a small shop, you're not Bed Bath & Beyond and Home Depot, but the questions that they ask is, are you picking it up? And if you're not, what is the name of the person you're sending to pick it up? Um, obviously you are taking better care of how you release things uh, from now on because this came up and that's how, exactly. that's not something that a court is allowed to hold against somebody. In other words, we want people to make improvements in business, so a subsequent remedial measure is not something that courts hold against people who take subsequent remedial measures. Um, but I, I, I can look at it and say, man, this is crazy. How do you not have whoever's picking up a $400 item sign something saying they're picking up a $400 item? 
And the only way I know to, to resolve this is, is to look at you and say that you should have had better records, that you can't just say, hey, somebody picked it up. Somebody who had the receipt picked it up. Um, you really have to have better records than that if, if, if it's somebody else than the person who purchased it. So live and learn, right? But I'm going to order you to return the $398 to them, not all this other stuff. That's my verdict. So the gavel comes down on the plaintiff's side. They didn't get everything they sued for, but you did lose. What's, what's your reaction to this outcome? Well, um, that's what can I say. I'm very disappointed. Um, since what? that thing happens, I've been taking Every, every, everybody who's picking up merchandise, sign, check out the ID. So I Date. put a new set of cameras, so make sure everything is done right. All right, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, that's a man who's learned his lesson. Step on in. And tell me what you're thinking about, what you got out of this. Um, we, we're professional people. We carry ourselves in a professional manner, and we know not to fool with or do business with somebody that is a fast talker. Harvey? Okay, no, well look, the plaintiffs won this case, but I gotta tell you, if you ever have a promise made that's a condition to a sale or a warranty or a guarantee or anything like that, get it in writing, on the receipt, or on the contract. That will do it for this case. Litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom, right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance, an emergency repair, or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot this is the plaintiff, Olivia Thomas. She says she ran a SUSU, a forced savings plan, and the defendant dropped out after collecting a payoff. And now she's short on cash for other payouts she needs to make. The defendant had no right abandoning the SUSU agreement. She's suing her here for the $300 she surely owed. And she can't wait to see the defendant leave here with the shame of trying to take advantage of her the way she did. This is the defendant, Sherry Archer. She says she had no idea at the time that a susu was illegal. And she told the plaintiff she was dropping out because she didn't want any problems with the law or to go to jail. She's not responsible for this money, won't participate in any type of illegal activities, and just wants to be left alone. She's accused of poo-pooing a susu. All parties, please use your right hands. 
Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff ran a susu, a group that forces people to save money, but the defendant right. took the cash and ran. Now, the defendant says it's illegal, so she needs to chill. It's the case of susu, and I'll sue you. Thank you, Douglas. Olivia Thomas, you are suing Sherry Archer for $300 that you say she owes you that she didn't pay in a susu that you were both part of. Yes, um, Tell us what a susu is. A susu is like a group of people that they put their money in that is supposed to be weekly, and every week, one of the person in the susu get the amount of money. It's your same money, just that, you know, it keep going around. Okay, so let's say that the five of us were in a susu. Yeah. All right. Each of us make a commitment that we're going to put how much a week? How much was your susu? $50 a week. Was 50 or 100 No, 50 But 50? Okay. Sherry has two hands. Okay, gotcha. So it All comes right. to So it's $50. So each of us put, now you made the math a little harder for me. So each of us put $50 in. And then at the end of week one, when we just started our susu, one of us gets $250, right? Right. Because there's five. All right. But I like, so if I'm the lucky one who gets that, I, all I did was put 50 and I got 250. Right? Yeah, right. And then I have to keep putting 50 until the circle is completed. Correct. All right. So when you develop a susu, are, you have to have, do it with people you trust. Exactly. I thought she was trustable. Right. You're with friends or family, people you trust, because otherwise it's, the whole thing's going to fall down, right? Right. Okay. Is there any interest paid in a susu? No. Right. So literally, it's just forced savings, because you don't trust yourself to put it in a bank where you have access. Not Why really. Why don't you just put it in the bank? <laughs> no. Well, what is it? Okay. Sometimes susu, you, you have people that don't have... They cannot save. They try to save, but they, you know, right. they keep pension. But this right. will help. Right. And so, so it is forced savings because yeah. you don't trust yourself. Yeah. And also, you might get, you might be number one. You might be the lucky one who gets the two hundred and fifty when they've only put the fifty, and you may need the money right now. How do you determine who goes first in the susu? Who gets the? the is it a decision, or is it just everybody picks a number out of a hat? No. Who? I just put... The banker. You're the banker. I'm the banker. Okay, and this Susu. So the yes. banker decides the list of who's getting, collecting when. When it started, I put somebody's names there. If they agree, they say yes. If not, they say like, oh, no, I have something more than a year. Can I get, you know, can my I get lower space? on the list? Yeah. Or can I get higher on the list? And yeah. So you all figure that out before. How many people were in this Susu? 40? 40. Okay. Have you done Susus before? Sure. Where does Susus originate? Well, I don't even know. I don't know. It it's an home. island thing, I'll tell you that. Yeah, where are you from? Home, we're from Panama. Panama. And where are you from? Costa Rica. Okay. So, she's in the susu for how long? This is her first an loss. She, ha she begged for a space, her first space to be February 7th, and she got her money. And she get her second pay on July 25th. All right. So what happens at the end? She has three more payments left no, to complete no, that her was, thing. No, that was it. Oh, yes. Three more payments left for her to pay. Right. So when she went to my house, she went on the following day, July 26th. And I told her, Sherry, I'm going on a trip. Why you don't pay the $300 for the next three person that's supposed to collect? In advance. No. She said, no, I have something to do with this money. Okay. I said, Okay. She said, I want to bring the money and leave it with your daughter every week. 
I said, good. How long were you gone? 13 days. 13 days. So yeah. when you come back, had she in fact paid? No, because I called my daughter. On July, on August 1st, I went on a pawn for my jewelry to leave her $300. Because when I tried to contact her, first she told me, I don't have to pay anymore. I said, Cherry, oh, you don't got to pay anymore if you know this is to end on August 15th. You need to pay $300 more. So you got nervous and then you pawned your jewelry. I pawned my jewelry. So then I okay, didn't know where she lives. In order to put her portion, why? Because the banker's responsible? Because, uh, yeah, responsible. I can't go and tell the person that, oh, you want to be short $100. No, they're not going to tell her that. Because somebody don't pay. can't run a susu that way. That is not responsible. Right. So, Ms. Archer, what's going on? What she said, in, I didn't get no money the second hand. She keep arresting me and she telling me that she have him. She have a permission for it. I said, okay, show me the, the permission. What do you have? What Permission for what? She said she have a license for that. I said, show for me the, what? For the susu. A license for the susu? You don't yeah. need a license for the susu? No. She is lying. What license I want to give? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Why did you stop paying? Exactly. Because she keep harassing me. I said, what you, what you collecting me for? And she, what do you mean? That's not why you stopped paying. She was harassing you because you'd stop paying. What, but so right. harassment comes after stop paying. Why did you stop paying? So does Susu make sense? Does this make sense? No, I would never give no one person my money. That's what the bank is for. If the bank is for, but some people can't save money that way. Does Susu make sense? Uh, not to me. I prefer just normal banking. Where are you from? I'm from Russia, St. Petersburg. Oh, the kind of the Wild West right now with money, huh? Well, actually, we store money under the pillow. Under but the pillow, right? <laughs> oh, that's, that makes a lot more sense, going inside the courtroom. I didn't receive no money from Aleko. She's saying it, Mom. You didn't receive any money for the second payout? No. no. I have the In your answer to the complaint, you say... I found out this was illegal and yeah. I don't want to be a part of it. You never say, I'm not paying because I had a scheduled payout and they didn't give it to me. What are you saying today? Mm -hmm. That there was a scheduled payout and they stole your money, so you don't want to be a part of this anymore? Or are you saying that you felt like it was illegal, so you don't want to be a part of it anymore? What are you saying? I feel it was illegal because I didn't want to be a part of it. No Why? What made you think it was illegal? Because one time um, she one time I um, give money the money and she have the envelope in her hand. Somebody came in same time in the store and she doing like that. I said, "Why are you hiding it for?" She says that she don't want to get herself in problem because in, if anybody come and see that, they could close on her mother's store. So from that I tell her, I don't want to be part of it because in, I do my paperwork and really don't want to get myself in problem. That's why I stopped. I think it's kind of convenient. That, oh, by the way, when you pay somebody out, do you get a receipt? No. Oh, no, you I mean, should. Run, oh, you should. I, I should not. Kind of susu you running. Uh, yes, you have to. You have to. Well, first of all, I don't care if you're a susu or a major conglomerate. You need, when you give somebody cash, to have proof you gave them cash. Because look at what she's saying. You, ne that you never paid her the second one. <laughs> Which she, by the way, never said before. She didn't right. say that in her answer to the she complaint. She's just, she just, I, I don't know, did you just cook that up before coming here? No, because no. I would expect if you were owed $1,800 that you would say the reason I didn't pay the three was that I was owed 1800 Because what you're saying instead mm -hmm. is, oh, I don't want to be set part of something illegal, which I find very convenient because you had no problem taking two payouts and not thinking it was illegal. And by the way, they're not illegal. They're not illegal. 
They're not. Susus are not illegal. That's already, you know, the, the, the Caribbean culture has already made it very clear in America that this is just your way of doing things. <laughs> and I, I may not think it's a good way, but I think investing in a bad business isn't a good way either. But this is America and you can do it all you want, just like you could in the Caribbean. It's fine. So long as there's not a get rich quick, quick scheme by the top guy can only get paid out if you if you're able to sell more. That's the kind of thing that's illegal. A, a, a Susu's not a a pyramid, okay? You are part of an agreement. You are part of a partnership. It's a business. And you got something out of it. You got to spend money that you hadn't put in yet. And then you have to finish your obligation to those people. Verdict for the plaintiff. And she has standing to sue because she is the banker. She's the one who's supposed to be collecting the money. And she's the one who ended up responsible for the money that you didn't put up in the partnership, the little business that you all had. Verdict for the plaintiff, $300. Thanks. So you took the money and ran away. Come on in here. And now you got to give it back. So what, I what's... I don't take no money and run away. Well, you didn't pay. No, because what I pay for something what I, I don't receive. Are you going to do some more Susu stuff? No, sir. What are you going to do with your money now? I'd rather go to the bank than give it to other people who try to mess you up. Okay. Thank All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's, you lost one customer. Come on over here next to me. Turn this way. What's, what's, uh, what's your feeling on this ruling here from the judge? It was honest. It was good. Mm -hmm. Because she got her money. Yeah. And then I had to pay $300 for the next three that was missing. Okay, and why do you do it? You know, because back home, we've been doing it and never no problem. This right. is the first time. To the street in Harvey. Okay, the key here is simple. The defendant benefited from it, so she can't bail. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. These are the plaintiffs, Marie and Brian Kelly. Brian says his sister rented the defendant's house for a few weeks and was appalled. The thing was infested with vermin. The very first night they saw a mouse, a bat, and even a dead rat. It wasn't safe to stay there. They left and are now having one heck of a time getting the defendant to return the $2,000 they're owed. This is the defendant, Heather Carbone. She says her house is not overrun with rodents. And just for the record, there are no bats in Boston. She's having some construction done to her pool, and maybe a mouse got in the house, but she rectified the problem immediately. Bottom line, the plaintiffs broke the lease for reasons unknown, and she doesn't give refunds. She's accused of going batty. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the first night after renting an apartment, they found a bat, a mouse, and a dead rat. But the defendant says there aren't even any bats in Boston. It's the case of she's bat, you know what, crazy. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Marie Kelly and Brian Kelly, you are suing Heather Carbone for $2,000, the amount that you paid for a house rental that, according to you, was not fit for habitation. Talk to me. Um, so I needed to rent an apartment or accommodation for my sister and her husband and three young children who were traveling from Ireland for my wedding. Okay. Um, I contacted Heather through Airbnb and her house. Now explain what Airbnb is. Airbnb is a website where you can like people advertise their homes like for home, short term rental. For short term rental, yes. Okay. So I needed it from August 21st until September 6th. 
um, I contacted Heather and we agreed to do the rental. Um, I went and I... What was, what was it going to cost? It, the $2,000. Okay, so the full 2000 was paid. It was okay. paid up front, yes. Mm -hmm. And do you live there? Yes, but okay. I was going to be in Spain during that whole time, so it actually worked out perfectly. Okay. And did you leave somebody in charge of things? Yes, Frank, my property manager. Okay. When you say your property manager, are you referring to your, the home that you live in? That he? Yes, because I rent my house out on Airbnb so frequently that he deals with all the day-to-day -day issues. And is, is he your friend, your boyfriend? Your Just friend and friend. property manager. Okay. <laughs> all righty. So go ahead. And so I agreed to meet Heather, and she took me through her home, and she showed me around. And then we agreed to go ahead with the rental. And on the morning of check-in, I contacted Frank, and he made arrangements with me and my family to meet him at Heather's apartment. And this apartment's in Boston, Massachusetts? In South Boston, okay. yeah. Um, Frank kindly showed us around the apartment and he made it clear that he was across the street if we needed any help and he was available at all times. How big was the apartment? Him. Is the apartment? It's a two and a half bedroom. Okay. Yeah. So on the Saturday, my mother, who was here at the time, was at home in Heather's with the two-month-old baby. While she was there, she was making dinner and she spotted a rodent in the worktops of the kitchen. What kind of rodent? She said it was a mouse. Okay. To her description, it was a mouse. She then, um, she continued to stay there and she heard movements of rodents in the floor upstairs while she was with the baby downstairs. Was there an apartment upstairs? No, it was a two-story house. So there's oh, an upstairs okay. floor and a bottom floor. Um, later that day when she was cooking the dinner, she spotted the rodent go between the worktop and the cooker. There was like a little gap. Um, I contacted Frank and he came over and he lifted Heather's dog's food that was out. And he, he lifted her what? Her dog food that was left sitting on the floor. And food was left behind by her, but her dogs were not left behind. Her dog wasn't left behind, but her dog's food and water was sitting out. Correct. Okay. So then um, he set traps, which was very thankful of him and we were pleased. And then the next, that night, my sister-in-law, who was three months pregnant at the time, was sitting in the kitchen and took off running through the kitchen as she felt and something run past the back as she was leaning up against the wall. She felt something move behind her. Um, then my sister went to the basement to put a washing into the washing machine and came up the stairs screaming that she spotted a rodent. She wasn't clear what it was. She said she didn't look too much at it. It was on the window of the basement. She said it was either a bat or a rat. So the next day I contacted Frank again and again he was great, he came straight over, he set traps, put down poison, did everything that he could do and um, my sister then went to the basement and put her washing into the dryer, lifted her remaining dirty clothes from the floor to put another washing on and in the middle of the clothes there was a rat in the middle of her clothes. Oh, for the love of God. Yeah, do you have pictures? Yes. We just have um, some pictures when we finally caught him. And we also have some pictures of the house being dusty and untidy. Some dirt. Um, at the time, Heather was, um, there's construction going on, she was putting a pool in the backyard Somerville, yeah. and was all dug up, you can see from But you folks knew that when you were we, we, we knew that. that. We were aware yeah. of that, correct. And, that's the, and there's our friend. That's the friend, yeah. Okay. How, I take it your sister moved out. So the, Again, we contacted Frank, he came over, and then the following morning, that was a Sunday, 
So on the they fall, came in on what day? They came on Friday. So this all happened on Saturday and Sunday. And then on Monday morning, I got a phone call from my brother-in-law to say that that uh, the rat was What dead happened to that rat? It um, was in the basement. So no, I know, but it's Frank dead. So did somebody? No, it, the poison that the Frank poison killed it. Oh, so when she saw late. it, it was dead in the basement. No, when she saw it, it was alive. And we contacted Fra Frank. What did she do? Watch it till it died? And no, she came up screaming and refused to turn to the Then when she basement. returned, the And thing then was... when her husband okay, returned the next day, he was dead. That's pretty much my plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. What room is this? That your that photo oh, that's underneath the bed. Yeah. yeah. Dirt and dust underneath the bed. Hmm. Where did your sister end up staying? We um, removed her on the Monday afternoon, and we had to last minute find another rental for her. But in did the meantime, she's staying on Airbnb? Me. Yeah, we got another B Airbnb, yeah. But until we got that, she had to stay with me in my small two bedroom apartment on the week of my wedding with three small kids. So, well, that when did you get that? How, um, how long did it take you to get that? A couple of days. We got that then. It was on, we have a email from the other guy that we rented to say that he... he okay. We had seen it. So, um, you tell me about your contact. Well, are they calling you and telling you there's a rat, there's a bat, there's yeah, I mean, a cat in the hat? <laughs> there's been about seven more sightings that they never told me about uh, that have just been described well, here. That, that's what I want to yeah. know. What, were, what was it you actually were informed of? They informed me of a mouse that they saw in the kitchen that ran across the floor. I was never told about mouses running across couches or across cooktops. So I went over, I saw no evidence, no droppings. You know, mice, mice aren't clean. They leave plenty of evidence behind if they're around. Nothing. So I then went and that, so that was a result of me posting the, the traps after, to their concern. So I went but to the, clearly there was a, a legitimate concern or yes. you wouldn't have. Correct. You know. So the, the issue was resolved and within 24 hours the traps were set. That thing clearly went to the trap, met its demise as a result <laughs> of the trap, and it was then promptly removed as soon as we knew about it. There was no other further evidence of um, any other animals in the house? There was what about just the general condition of the place? And this, I really, I guess, should be asking you because it's not. I mean, there's a, there's either a cobweb. I think it's a cobweb. I mean, the place is kind of not very. Do you clean it in between? So tenants? I've had over 55 Airbnb rentals. I have all. I have 35 five-star reviews on here, and everything is highlighted, clean, tidy. That's great. Now we look at the pictures of your house because that, yeah, that's what I want to talk yeah. about. The pictures so, of your house. So what do you suppose is the reason why it was? dirt or debris or I mean they're getting extremely up close and personal yeah. with dust that camera I mean this this stone right here is about this big so this camera is on top of it I could find a million pieces of dust right but here. it puts us in the position where it's not like a regular tenancy you know like if she was renting for a year and she saw a rat and you went out there and took the measures you took I'd say Listen, you're renting for a year here. Suck it up. This happens. You're living in the big city of Boston, um, and things can things can happen. So long as the the landlord takes measures, or the landlord's representative takes measures to address it, that's great. But it's like if you went to a to a hotel, and you were paying two thousand dollars to stay at a hotel for whatever period of time that was, would you expect to have to tolerate the rat at all? Um, I don't know. You know. And did you say that she saw a bat? Okay, so here's the question. How many mice does it take in an apartment that you rent before you're allowed to bail and get your money back? How many mice? What do you think? 
I think possibly two. Two? Yes, I say maybe the first one you let the landlord know, they'll take care of it, but if you see another one or the same one, okay. it's time to go. I don't think that you have the right to bail. I think it's the response. 10 mice, 20 mice, 30 mice, 40 mice going inside the courtroom. She's seen a rodent on the window, but she said she didn't look too closely at it to see what it was. It was more than likely probably It's the like when someone, whenever I have a lice case, I start scratching my head, <laughs> you know? And who knows, maybe she was more creeped out than she should be just because, you know, she's pregnant, she has little kids. She doesn't sure. want a rat. We don't want to find out later my kid got bit by a rat. It's over with the first rat, you know? So I, I guess, and it's the place is obviously beautiful. That's why they rented it. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. The kitchen's beautiful. Uh, but um, when I ask myself in these short-term things like this, um, how many rats are one too many? I think one is one too many. I just do. Um, I think one is one too many. I think she had a right to leave at that point. And I'm ordering the return of $1,625. Um, and I wish you all good luck. And I, how was the wedding? It was great, thank you. Good, good. You have matching accents. I'm sure it's going to work out. <laughs> All right, guys, hold on. Well, the plaintiffs give themselves another little wedding gift by winning $1,625 of their lawsuit against you. Uh, what's your reaction to being found guilty in there? I think you can find a rodent anywhere, and it was rogue, and it came in, so... It was, ro <laughs> it was rogue? It was rogue. A rogue rodent? <laughs> yeah. Well, how would you feel uh, if you were them and renting and all of a sudden you see mice running around? I think that if the problem's handled right away, then, you know, it could happen to anybody. It could happen to a Hilton hotel. It could happen to an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. They just have to suck it up and deal with it? It was taken care of, so it's not like there were any more of them in there. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Right down this way. All right. Step on out here. Um, congratulations on getting married. And Thank why you. couldn't you deal with... Mice, what's the matter with you? You know, one, one mouse, one little mouse. <laughs> Mice are a rat. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Um, whoa, whoa. no, it wasn't me. It was the fact that there was young children and a two-month-old baby in a crib. That just wasn't safe. Mm -hmm. no. If it was just you, it's fine, huh? If it was just mice them, my sister, yeah, it would be you fine. You can deal with no. him, you can deal with mice, right? <laughs> True. <laughs> All right, well, congratulations Thank you on very the much. wedding and you win your case. Harvey? Okay, Kurt, so there is something called a warranty of habitability that every state has, which basically means you have a right to live in a clean, healthy, safe place. And if you don't, even if that's not in the contract, you have a right to fail. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.